You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Ask Drone You. Uh, as always, my name is Paul. And my name's Rob. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with us. Glad to be here with you. Definitely. We're going to be getting right into today's question, which it looks like uh, this particular drone pilot is facing some issues selling his services. And I think that there are some very specific things that we might be able to help him with, might be able to help you with. There are some things I hear in the question, too, which I kind of want to hit on. But I also want to make it clear, uh, it's not really um, a criticism of the person, but a criticism of the tact in selling. So uh, I think that there are some things that will really help him. And I hope that you gain some insightful information as well. Indeed. Brought to you by... Uh, Drone use mapping class is uh, is now on the books for the rest of the year. Come out to colorful Colorado to practice acquisition and processing. We'll go over seven exercises, go over how to deliver. We even go over using multiple applications, not just Pix40 Mapper, but we also go over Pix40 React and we go over Drone Deploy as well. Because sometimes when you are trying to create particular deliverables, some products may work better than other products. Join us for that mapping class and gain confidence in the Flight Mastery class and join us again in Colorful Colorado where you will find not only is the scenery beautiful, but so are the people. Join us, thedroneu.com. Scroll down to events. Hi, Rob. Hi, Paul. This is Justin Cullen from Vermont. Okay, I am a 107 holder, and this is my problem. I am struggling right now with trying to get business contacts to bite onto the service that I provide, which is nothing specific, okay? Um, but my approach to them is actually going into the business saying, this is what I can do for you, X, Y, and Z. Hopefully that this would be beneficial to them. And they would basically take my name down and say, hey, we have a wide array of list of people that do this. But I can't prove or disprove that any of them are 107 pilots and you know I don't want to see somebody go down the drain and get in trouble for that of course but you know obviously they don't know about airspace if they're not and a couple of them that I've actually approached have crashed their drones and you know that's just the the way it is. Secondly, do you find that older drones, because my arsenal, I'm using the Phantom 4 and the Mini 2 and the Mavic 2 Pro, what benefits could each one of those specifically serve in getting into different areas of business? Uh, nothing specific, but what would you advise me to go into each direction in with those specific drones? Thank you very much, and I love your guys' podcast. I listen to it every day to work, and it keeps me motivated. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Really appreciate the question. Appreciate you being a listener. More than you realize, um, you know, one thing I'll say 
is, I mean, I think we've got some good insights to, to share that hopefully will, will be of value to Justin and others. But I'll say this, what I really appreciate about you, Justin, is that you took the time and, uh, and you've sent in a couple questions, by the way. Um, this one is, is one that's making the show for sure, obviously. But he's taken the time to reach out and sort of be vulnerable and say, help me. <laughs> and uh, it was a nice detailed question. So that is a great step. Yeah, no, and you definitely got to give him props, uh, haha, props, get it, um, <laughs> for, um, you know, being open, asking for help, and again, being, uh, being vulnerable. <sighs> I'm glad that we can help motivate and inspire you as well, because oftentimes when it comes to sales, um, you got to have the right strategy and the right mindset as well and be happy and chipper and, you know, kind of be patient. Um, but I think that there are definitely some things that we can help him with. And I will just say, Justin, again, we're going to say these things. There will be some assumptions um, based off of your question. And also, I will just say, I'm going to say all these things because I believe that you can do it. Building confidence in oneself is kind of one of the most difficult things to do. Sometimes the easiest way to do it is, um, you know, uh, going out there and being vulnerable. So I think you're taking the right steps already and just asking the questions. But maybe when you get coffee in the morning uh, or whenever you're kind of doing your errands, do something that makes you nervous or scares you every day. Obviously, don't do something bad, but uh, <laughs> you know, do something that tests your um, your confidence every single day. So that said, Rob, I've got a couple of things written down here. Um, he mentions that he's going direct to potential clients' um, places of work. But he didn't mention um, if he is providing specific examples of his work. Did you uh, did you hear anything about that? No, I think that's one of the points is that um, as you sort of described the uh, the scenario, Justin, and kind of opened, you said that you're going to talking to people and and you said kind of not really about anything specific. And I think that might have been a little bit of a misnomer. I think if you're talking to a real estate agent, you're obviously talking to them about what they need and, and et cetera. But there was just a, a twinge of maybe needing to get more focused. Yeah. Right. I guess is how I'd say that. Yeah. And it does seem like he needs to have a more specific kind of approach. You know, my first question to Justin would be, are you bringing in like brochures or something printed out that showcases an example of your work? And I mean, like, you know, beautiful panos, sunset panos, you know, trying to give you as much detail as possible here, Justin, to help you out. Examples of photos that you have done for the particular client. You know, he mentions real estate Real estate is a very uh, low hanging fruit. And a lot of people kind of uh, forget that, you know, businesses have to get media for their listings, whether it's on Google Maps, whether it's on listings for other various uh, things, they need their own marketing photos even to show their location. So if you have that brochure and you're showcasing panos, some beautiful photos, maybe one is a business listing, uh, maybe one is just a business that's open. I mean, we've done some shoots like that where people just need great media to showcase their business as a whole. They're not even trying to sell it. I, I think that would be really, really helpful. Also, I got to hit this one, Rob. Um, I'm grateful that we can inspire 
motivation and inspiration to you. I think the fact that you are going out and you are talking to these businesses one-on-one is actually a phenomenal step because a lot of people don't take those steps. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that is what it takes to get business. But two things, you have to be very specific about how you are going to help the business. Are you going to help them save money? Are you going to help them generate revenue? Are you going to help them save on liability? Are you going to shorten the timeline for them to sell things? Are they going to provide more eye-popping media that causes necessary attention? Sometimes it's as simple as that. Um, I think it's going to be really in your best benefit to not only go to these businesses, maybe bring uh, like a half dozen donuts or something and leave, uh, you know, your brochure taped to it. And, you know, I would even say, uh, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to sell these things, but you've got to have the confidence. You've got to go in there and have a specific mission, specifically, how am I going to save you money, make you money, save on liability or shorten timelines? Because all of those things matter. And if you have a specific methodology for how you're going to help them and you deliver it with confidence, you should be able to get, say, one in five, one in 10 businesses to bite on whatever it is that you are doing. Another thing is I love your sales system as a whole. I would ask, what is your system for follow up once you reach out to these people and setting up meetings to do a demo? I have found that the easiest way to work with new potential clients is just schedule scheduling a coffee and a flight demo. Go out, take them flying, get them a coffee. They will, and we've talked about this before, they will realize your skills. I will say bigger drones um, do sometimes provide the perception that you are a professional pilot. Having lots of drones helps as well. But I think, you know, having that specific method, Rob, and and being very finite on how you can help them and providing examples, Mm -hmm. I think is the first step that we can help Justin do exactly what he wants to do. Yeah, for sure. A couple of other questions that come up to uh, come to mind is you mentioned the brochure and we haven't really talked about reels in a while. Yeah. And it seems like that is something that would be very helpful to you, Justin. I assume that that's not something that's phased out or that has faded. It's still important, I would I would think, right? We're still a digital um, economy and, and so forth in terms of images and video, et cetera, et cetera. But then also, what does your website look like? It doesn't have to be magical, but do you have something that shows well that you can send people to? Um, I think would be another helpful thing. He didn't mention if he has anything like that. Maybe he does. Well, and to even take both of those points and kind of combine them, do you have like a QR code on your brochure that goes to a page on your website that showcases specific examples of your videos? And then on that page of your website, do you have like a pixel embed so that if they go to Facebook after that or they go uh, anywhere on Google and look for something, you have now essentially tagged them with cookies and And then you can actually market to those people through Facebook or through Google. I think having a very specific uh, sales methodology of like, yeah, here's a brochure, example of my photos, scan here to check out examples of my video. And then you capture their data and you're able to actually market to those people on Facebook, uh, you know, LinkedIn, Google, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And something that you've talked about for years now is the whole article writing process of SEO. And getting more people to connect with you on the, on an SEO standpoint, especially locally, because you can optimize for local, which sounds like where where you would be. Um, 
I want to hit that really quick because I think that that can actually help us on one of these points that we wrote out, which is, you know, he's focusing a lot on educating his clients on whether people are licensed or federally certified or not. I think that's a waste of time. And I think that's going to make you look vengeful and potentially scare clients away. A great way to kind of hit this is if you had an article, again, that you could tie to a brochure with a QR code and say what to know when hiring a drone pilot Mm. or what to know when hiring a drone pilot in Vermont you know, and be specific about 107. Maybe Vermont has a few uh, state parks rules, make it specific to, you know, your area. Because Rob's point about SEO is critical, but also for you DSPs, it's different than us here at DroneU. You know, you have to be specific and regionally kind of uh, have your SEO work for you. Mm -hmm. So being specific to like what to know uh, when hiring drones in Vermont or in your city. I think number one, you can send people to that information if they seek it. Um, You could also have that on your brochure, but then that gives you a peace of mind of at least I'm educating people on it. But I, I think as far as attacked for sales, I don't think it's going to get you anywhere. Take it from me. It doesn't get you anywhere. (laughs) That's true. I totally agree. One thing I want to say in terms of a point of encouragement, specifically relative to the real estate industry, right? Which in the drone industry, I think we all agree we've sort of landed on it being low hanging fruit. That's a bit theoretical, but nonetheless, that's where most people look. So in our new neighborhood, our new house, been there two weeks, been meeting the neighbors. Um, just yesterday, no, Saturday evening, we met some new neighbors that live across the street from us. He's a realtor. And so as you're talking about what we do and blah, 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 drone company, yada, yada, yada. He says, oh, cool, which people normally do when you say you have a drone based mm-hmm. company, right? But he specifically told me, he said, oh, man, I got to talk to you because I have been paying people to do that for me for the last four to five years and have paid them thousands of dollars <laughs> to get all of this data for me slash images and video. So as I think about that, that is definitely how I think realtors are, are thinking about this. It's like, man, I've got to learn how to do this myself. Some of them, well, number one, there are those that will pay for it. And those are the good realtors you want to work with anyways, right? They have the right mindset. And they're probably selling the kind of properties that you want to be working on. Number two, um, there are those that don't want to do it. And even Russ, who I just met, he talks about doing it, but he's not going to. He's already paying these people and they're doing a good job because he's been doing it with them for quite a while. But number three, and this is just a thought. I don't know what you think about this, Paul, but you could actually, in terms of... So there's an old term, giver's gain, right? The more you give, the more you get. Maybe you do work with a couple of realtors that you finally connect with, but you over time help them learn how to do it themselves. And I know you might think of that as, but then I'm working myself out of a job, but don't think of it that way. Think of it helping other people. They're going to talk to other realtors about you. And I think if you take a macro approach to how you think about something like this, it will behoove you long-term. And I think there's such a short-term scarcity mentality mm-hmm. in our world today. Frankly, it's one of the things that bugged us about New Mexico <laughs> um, and brought us up here. That scarcity, just kind of short-term, get mine as quickly as possible. Man, that is not how life in the world is uh, is going to operate at its best, in my opinion. Um, so I don't know. Just maybe think about some of those things and know that, 
there is a plentiful array out there. And I don't mean to sound overly, um, I don't know, what, what's the word, theoretical, philosophical about it, because you still got to go make money. But anyways, those are some things to think about in terms of real estate specifically, but could also be applied elsewhere. Well, and maybe even think about, again, doing the loss leader ideology, but being yeah. specific about the loss leader, like, hey, I'm happy to do one of these jobs uh, for free for you. In exchange, I want to go to like one of your realtor tours or a realtor's party or something like that, where you can actually show off what you're capable of doing, you know, because I think that's going to help out significantly. And I just have to say that I think that this guy, you know what, dude, you deserve all the credit in the world for just going out there and putting yourself out there. I think it's time to just essentially um, change up the strategy a little bit, be more specific, have more uh, potential navigations for clients. And I think keep doing what you're doing. I think just being better prepared. Um, and again, don't focus on one seven take it from me it really is not worth your while and uh, I'm, I, yeah I, it makes you wonder what does the client think of someone who's constantly focused on well are they licensed are they doing it right are they then it makes them question well are they going to be that persnickety working with me you know mm -hmm. So consider that. I think uh, it might uh, fit your fancy. To the second part of your question, what specific uses can be used with your specific drones? You mentioned a Phantom 4. You did not say if it was a pro or not. You know, going back to uh, real estate. In, a, in his follow-up question, sorry to cut you off, he did say that he was thinking about upgrading to a pro, so that it was the original Phantom 4. Okay, so it's the 12 megapixel version. Okay. Yeah. I would definitely recommend that. Uh, definitely upgrade. But for example... You know, if you are creating interactive 3D models, you know, you could have on your your brochure that you do aerial photography, videography, and you create 3D models so that people can uh, take a look at homes that are further away and provide a more interactive experience. That's something that you could do. You could even, uh, you know, utilize uh, drone deploys, aerial 360 stuff where you've got essentially what Matterport gives you inside, but on the outside of a home. I've been seeing a lot of luxury realtors using stuff like that because people get a sense of the neighborhood that they're in mm. and that actually provides a lot of value so having a p4 could you do it yes take you a little bit longer p4 pro is definitely going to make nicer looking models you know p4 pro also opens up the world of drone mapping to you um, and then you're looking at construction inspection jobs kind of more recurring revenue stuff you know, you mentioned that you have a Mavic 2 Pro. That's my personal favorite uh, uh, pano drone. I love shooting uh, panos with that drone. And also the video on that drone uh, is nice as well. So um, frankly, I think it would behoove you to definitely upgrade your aircraft as well. You know, we know that the um, Mavic 3 Enterprise is coming out end of the year. We know Inspire 3 is coming out at the end of the year. But you could pick up an Inspire 2 and Anytime you do a demo with one of those, your clients are going to perceive that you are more professional just by having a more professional looking drone. I don't make the rules. I just notice them. Uh, so uh, I've noticed this. I've noticed this myself. I mean, just recently we were testing the new Lucid drone and 
I had it up for maybe 10 seconds and attracted an entire crowd around the neighborhood to the point where one of our neighbors who owns an oil company uh, was like, we got to get you out to the, to the property and have you train up our pilots. So, I mean, the perception is reality. Um, sometimes it's fortunate. Sometimes that's unfortunate, <laughs> depending on the context and scenario. But uh, I think that that would help you out as well. And, um, you know, consider this is something I want to do on our website of having the best examples of videos based off of the type of clients that they serve, you know, action sports, cine whoops, et cetera. And the other thing, too, is that I am seeing a lot of drone pilots who used to fly consumer drones moving into cine whoop, doing those fly through videos. They're making a lot more money and they're doing it more often. So that might be something that you want to consider. That's still pretty early on that, too. Uh, could not agree more on that one. So, um, But I think that uh, hopefully provides good answers to your questions. I really appreciate you bringing in those questions. Keep going. And if anyone gives you a no, just remember that a no is now a faster methodology of moving on to the next client. But I think um, I'm trying to remember the name of that book where it was like Givers and Takers, because that book really proved that giving does um, pan out more than trying to be protective and whatnot. And that's a hard lesson I've had to learn. And I've seen other drone pilots do that. And I would say focus less on trying to control and focus more on just trying to give and provide value, being specific about it, having confidence in your ability to deliver that value. There is value in what you're doing. And oftentimes it's hard to really even fully understand that value. I mean, we've seen industries take years to fully understand the value. So um, that that said, uh, keep at it, buddy. Keep going. Thank you for your question. Um, if you want to provide more context and information, uh, please send it over. We appreciate you. But I think that's going to do it for us today. My name is Paul. I'm Rob. This is Ask Dronio. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the drone you.